Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and today we're covering the rock star cat, the best cat, and the one who is responsible for turning millions of children into furries, Rum Tum Tugger. Cue the intro music. There's a cat over here. There's a cat over there. And the wrong one died. And the wrong one died. Welcome to The Ron Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. Let's talk Rum Tug Tugger. Like all these crazy cats, I'm probably going to get tired of saying Rum Tug Tugger, so from here on out, we're going to call him Tug. So who is Tug? We get introduced to Tug after Jenny Anydot's crazy cockroach tap dance that still weirds me out, but Rum Tug Tugger comes in with an extremely extravagant entrance. He's the rock star, and he is adored and loved by all of the lady kittens. He, you could tell that every single one is obsessed with him and is giving him the googly eyes and just really, really, really eyeing him down. But some of the older cats actually hate him. And you could see he's rubbing a few of them the wrong way. Uh, Mr. Mistopheles in particular looks at him and calls him a terrible bore midway through his song. But Rum Tug Tugger is probably one of the best parts of this show. He's called a curious cat, and he comes in and just brings down the house with his rock star. His core lyric is, for he will do as he do, and there's no doing anything about it, which is a boss lyric. Just imagine, he's basically saying, I am who I am, deal with it. So just look at a few examples from his song. He basically says, if I give you a house, he wants a flat. If you give you a mouse, he wants a rat. If you let him in, he wants to go out. And he keeps going and going and going, where he basically says, whatever you're doing for me, I don't care. I want the opposite because I am who I am. And this fits. It fits because he's a rock star, and you can tell he is the rock star to the core. And as a rock star, like the lead singer, he's the fan favorite. And what's the fan favorite do and do most? There is a ton of sexual undertone with his song. He is hip thrusting. He's gyrating. He's on stage doing back and forth and back and forth. There's even one section where there's literally five kittens on the ground and he goes back and forth singing his song and hip thrusting with his ass and his crotch back and forth, back and forth, right into their faces. I can only imagine how many cast members took an accidental crotch to the face during rehearsal. It was one of the funniest parts of this entire song. But as great as Rum Tug Tugger is, it's not all perfect because in 2014, 
Andrew Lloyd Webber made another writing mistake, and he decided that he thought Rum Tug Tugger was stale, which is wrong and shocking, but decided to make him into a rapping street cat. And shockingly, no one liked it, which it sounds as bad as it looked, but it was a terrible, terrible, terrible decision where they made him rap his song and turned him into this kind of tattooed up, dreadlock looking cat that just did not work. So they changed him right back for the New York run. It only lasted like a short, short period. But just the idea of changing him into a rapper is blasphemous. Beyond that air, Rum Tug Tugger is definitely one of the best parts of this show. He's probably the reason for furries everywhere. And there are a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of comments of young men who said that they had incredibly uncomfortable sexual thoughts about a male cat. And Rum Tug Tugger is the reason why. If you don't know what a furry is, be careful Googling it. As much as I love Drum Tuck Tugger's character, it's probably worth noting that he was kind of a dick to Grizabella early in the play. He gives her the really, really standoffish feel and doesn't do a great job of kind of like accepting her even remotely at all in the beginning. And since he's the rock star, he kind of feels like the leader, so everyone kind of follows suit. But as she sings memory, he kind of takes a turn and becomes almost adored and gives her this like really, really amazing ovation. So... This is kind of a confusing piece for him because, as you know, like I think Rum Tug Tugger is going to be one of the best, but he definitely sides with Grizabella towards the end. There is one side pot to this. As we learned from Old Deuteronomy, there's a chance that Grizabella is his stepmom, so that could be part of the reason for the animosity up front. Either way, Rum Tug Tugger should be and is one of the best parts of this play, and Jason Derulo is about to absolutely crush this role in the movie. So how does Rum Tug Tugger's song differ from the poem? It doesn't. It is 100% word for word the same. And so that begs the question, how do you think T.S. Eliot wrote this poem? I want you to just imagine something with me here. Just imagine T.S. Eliot sitting at his old wooden desk, looking out at the countryside of Great Britain, quill penned and ink in hand going, for he will do as he do, as he hip thrusts after each word. Come on, I know you're picturing the same thing. All right, let's dig into some real and fictional characters for Rum Tug Tugger. Plain and simple, Rum Tug Tugger is a rock star. So if you take into consideration the slight bisexual undertone, you can relate him to almost every single 80s rock star. Guys like David Bowie, Prince, Mick Jagger, Freddie Mercury, all come to mind. And I would love to have seen just any one of those guys perform this in the 80s. Can you imagine seeing David Bowie or Freddie Mercury going up stage and gyrating to Rum Tug Tugger's song? It would have been incredible. Let's look at some fictional characters, though. And so I want to stick with the rock star angle here. What about Aldous Snow from Forgetting Sarah Marshall or Getting to the Greek? Another kind of rock star does as he does, doesn't listen to anybody, does his own thing. Plus, can't you just imagine Rum Tug Tugger singing a song called Inside of You while thrusting his hips all over the beach? Definitely seems to make sense. There's another one that's not really reminds you of Rum Tug Tugger, but is actually playing Rum Tug Tugger. There's an episode of Modern Family in season four, and Cam is trying to save an old tree from getting cut down at their house. Early in the episode, it's revealed that he's in a local production of Cats, and at the end of the show, he runs straight from production to climbing the tree to prevent the firemen from cutting it down. Who's he dressed up as? You bet it's Rum Tug Tugger. He ends up getting stuck in the tree, requiring the fireman to actually cut him down, which is just brilliant TV writing. So that's the only part that gives me a little unease, because there's no way Rum Tug Tugger would ever get stuck. He's way too cool. 
Let's look at two more, but let's take a slightly different angle. What if instead of a gritty rock star, we talk about some pretty boys? The first one that came to mind is from a cult classic movie, Empire Records. I hope you've seen it. If you haven't, it's great. You should definitely go see it. But what about Rex Manning, which is the entire premise of the movie is Rex Manning Day. He's crazy selfish and a major star. He comes off as a, a little bit standoffish and is going to do exactly what he wants. He pretty much is loved by every single one of the females and even sleeps with one of the younger characters. And he is hated by all of the males. So it definitely has a little bit of Rum Tug Tugger feel to it, except everyone hated Rex Manning by the end of the show. And I still think everyone loves Rum Tug Tugger. And last but not least, isn't Rum Tug Tugger a little like Uncle Jesse from Full House? Early in the show, he does exactly what he wants, doesn't listen to anybody, does his own thing, all about his music, does a lot of female hip testing as well. But he has a turning point in season three where he tries to become Dr. Dare again and attempt this crazy motorcycle stunt. I don't know if you remember this episode. He ends up going, but pulls out at the last second and has a turn to become a better person, which kind of, again, feels a little bit like Rum Tug Tugger. Starts off as this bad boy, but then really turns around and comes around to Grizabella. Just feels a lot of similarities to the musical. Plus, Uncle Jesse writes a cat food jingle sometime in the middle of the run for a company called Kitty Krispies. And you bet your ass, Rum Tug Tugger seems like a Kitty Krispie eater. All right, the internet rumor mill. There are some wild theories in general. Tugs is fairly tame, especially for a character that I thought would be much, much wilder. But there are a couple gems in here. So the first one we confirmed in episode one, which is that he is old Deuteronomy's son, and he's probably the brothers for a bunch of these cats. The second one is, I want to get the astrology out of the way. I have reference that I know nothing about it. And after episode two and the cattimes.com website, which completely freaked me out, I'm never researching cat astrology again. So Rum Tug Tugger is a Libra. Do with that as you will. This is one that's a little interesting that I don't really know what to make of it. And I'm hoping that either the listeners or we'll be able to get some answers at some point to provide some clarity. But there's some speculation from both actors and fans that the 2016 New York revival there was some kind of rocky relationship between Rum Tug Tugger and Scrimbleshanks. The notes basically say that every night they had a different relationship. Some days it was heated enemies, some days they were good friends, some days they were lovers, but there's nothing else past that. It's just that the two characters and potentially the two actors had this kind of weird, interesting relationship both off and on stage. So I'm hoping to ask a few cast members if we can get in touch with them, and I want to know the details from behind the scenes. But as a listener, if you know more about this, Please let us know. We'd love to hear some of the backstories on how this came, especially since it's recent with the most recent New York cast. Next rumor. And I love this rumor because there's absolutely no way to verify it unless you happen to be in the one show the one time that this happened. But there's a rumor that Rum Tug Tugger saw as he was singing his song a lady in the first few rows dressed in a full cat's costume as Rum Tug Tugger. And since his character is supposed to have a, a ton of personality and... The cats go into the crowd. And yes, quick side note, if you don't know this and you go see the show, the cats go into the crowd and get right in your face. So if you are like me and you do not want to be part of the show, sit somewhere in the middle and stay far away from the aisles because it is terrifying. But side note over, Rum Tug Tugger goes out into the crowd, makes this lady get up, takes her seat, keeps singing his song, and encourages her to go on stage. That's the rumor. I have no idea if it's true, but I love everything about it. So note to self, note to any listeners, if you don't want to go on stage, if you don't want to dance, don't dress up as a cat as you go to the show. 
Last rumor, and definitely the most salacious. There's a rumor that Mr. Mistopheles and Rum Tug Tugger are actually a couple. And just like Brad and Jennifer and Benifer, the fans have dubbed them Tugstopheles. I think that's how you pronounce it. It kind of makes sense, though. Mr. Mistopheles sings in Rum Tug Tugger's song. Rum Tug Tugger sings in Mr. Mistopheles' song. They dance closely. They sit together. They're whispering each other's ears. They're hugging throughout the play. If you just watch just the two of them, it's either they're dating or it's an extremely awkward bromance. But it totally makes sense that these two guys could be dating. Favorite YouTube comment. There's nearly 3,000 YouTube comments for this video, and only about 10% of them mention Jason Derulo. But you're going to catch a theme here, and it's a theme that makes a ton of sense. So I Zodiac, the first, I'm not a furry, I'm not a furry, I'm not a furry, I'm not a furry, I'm not a furry. Edit. Yeah, I think I'm a furry now. Silent Girl, cats, making people question their sexuality since 1981. Organic Water, let's face the facts, Rum Tug Tugger is not neutered. Sammy Woods, I was already gay before watching this, but still made me 50% gayer. Sugar M18, I never realized just how damn horny all these cats were. And last but not least, Lord Ravioli, which is a great name. Listen, I'm not saying that cats made me a furry, but that's exactly what happened. So why does Rum Tug Tugger deserve to die over Grizabella? Well, let's talk about it from the two angles. The first angle is from a competition standpoint, because let's face it, I look at the show as America's Got Talent, The X Factor, The Voice, American Idol. That's essentially what it is with Old Deuteronomy being the judge. So from a purely competition standpoint, Rum Tug Tugger sings two songs. All the rest of the cats sing one. So he gets more chances to wow the crowd than anybody else, and his number one song is by far one of the best parts of the show. I believe the correct term in your Broadway terminology is that this was like a callback. I still don't really know how this works. I think it's audition, then callback. Either way, he's getting two songs. Everyone else is getting one. Purely from the competition standpoint, he gets more of a chance. But from the other side, if this is also like those shows, if this was voted on by America, every single person attracted to men would be voting for him, which would give him millions and millions and millions of votes. He has the most personality of all these cats, and he brings out the entire sexual tension in this play. He's unapologetically himself, which is definitely endearing, and he lives the I am who I am motto, which is totally respectable and totally lovable. Plus, lots of rock stars tragically die young, so he's kind of right in that right age range where he's at the peak and probably deserving of his next life. Quick counter-argument, as amazing as Rum Tug Tugger is, the rapping street cat horrible mistake for those two years was a disaster. And during those two years, Grizabella deserved to die a thousand percent more than Rum Tug Tugger's rapping version. So kind of hard to ignore that travesty for a couple years. So how do we rate Rum Tug Tugger? On a scale of one to nine cat lives, I give Rum Tug Tugger 8.5 cats. One cat for every 10 crotch thrusts he does during the show. It'd be a perfect nine out of nine if it weren't for the rapping street cat debacle. Andrew Lloyd Webber, again, another mistake you've made. Thanks for listening to episode three about Rum Tug Tugger on The Wrong Cat Died, a podcast breakdown of the cat's tachyphy. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Wrong Cat Died, or check out our website, theroncatdied.com. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.